and welcome it's, it's the, the graveyard, graveyard girls a true crime and mysteries podcast yes welcome to this week's episode this one i've been kind of sitting on a little bit i wanted to research more but like there's no more information out there oh okay. so it's a little su- uh, space one. Oh, okay okay like this. It's not aliens, is it? Hang on. <laughs> I could maybe throw in an alien nope. theory. <laughs> so, have you ever heard of the lost cosmonauts or phantom cosmonauts? No. Okay. So, at the height of the Cold War, everything between the USA and the Soviet Union was a battlefield. Yeah. Most famously, the space race. Okay. So whilst the USSR had been leading since 1975 and launched the first man who was Yuri Gagarin in 1961 into space, America finally won when they put Neil Armstrong on the moon in 1969. Yes, I of course know about that. Mm-hmm. But there have been long rumours that two early attempts by the Russians ended in tragedy and a government cover-up started by a pair of Italian brothers who claimed that they listened in onto ra- uh, radio signals. Oh. Well, they heard at least three times where they heard cosmonauts dying in space. Oh, okay. So, I don't know if we could still do that now, but in the olden, in the olden days. In the olden days. Before um, we were born. Before we were born, yes. Um, so the transmission would go around. Right, okay. So when Italian, their frequency was over the point so where the Russians... So they could kind of intercept it. Yes. Is it a Which... bit like when you have like police radios, like you could just tune it yeah. into another channel, okay. It's kind of like that. And that is also how um, I think Britain and America got the first um, photographic evidence of the moon. Because even oh. though the Russians got there first... Where the Earth was positioned, yeah, the radio frequency sent it to us before it could get oh, to Russia. So all the newspapers over the western side of the world printed it before Russia could get it. Oh, that's brilliant! That is. So yeah, that's... is that why they're so angry and pissed off all the time? This is why Vlad the way he is because yeah. they did all the hard work and we stole it. <laughs> yeah, essentially. <laughs> Essentially, they're the first ones. I mean, like, watched... I'm not condoning anything that man does, but at the same time, you can also understand why they're so pissed off all the time, so angry at everyone. Yeah. Because effectively they're doing all the work and we're just, yeah, we are stealing it. Yeah. Yeah, two Italian brothers listened in and they claimed to hear Russians dying in space. Okay. That may or may not be true though. Okay. So the lost cosmonauts or phantom cosmonauts are subjects of a conspiracy theory alleging that some Soviet Soviet cosmonauts went to outer space but their existence has never been publicly acknowledged by either the Soviet or Russian space authorities. I have a question. Mm-hmm. If they did die mm-hmm. in like outer space, do they disintegrate or can we have skeleton spacemen? It would depend how they die. Okay. So if they um, burn up on re-entry, which yeah. I think this is what the um, the Italian brothers are saying, there'll be nothing left. Okay. If they're just in space and somehow space got into the craft, they would just freeze. Okay. So I had to research this, that um, if someone does die in space on like one of the long missions where yeah. they can't send the body back, they'll send it outside into Earth, uh, oh. outside into space, freeze it, and then smash up the body. Oh, So there's okay. nothing left. Because it's like, I'm weirdly, one, I'm thinking about your little ghosty space tattoo, yeah. like little floating, because you said the phantom thing, I just imagine, but I also imagine a little skeleton... In a with an astronaut's hat on, just like casually floating around in space. No, I don't think I don't think there'd be decomposition. I think they'd okay. just remain as they are. They freeze. 
Okay, so there's a little man floating about that yeah. looks very dead. A bit like your ghost ship episode where they're supposed to have yeah. been preserved. They're like, this one's in space and just flowing about. I think that's <laughs> a similar um, atmosphere, but okay. obviously space is a lot more colder. Yeah, I don't know if it sort of just disintegrated it as soon as it left the safety of a spaceship. No. Oh yeah, I suppose of course it wouldn't, because otherwise like when you landed on the moon, then you just disintegrate, wouldn't you? Well, you, you have the right your... equipment. Oh yeah, okay. So... <laughs> yeah, I didn't know if a bit like, you know, with the whole turning to dust thing, I didn't know if that happened if you got exposed. No, I think that's only if you freeze and then something or someone smashes you. Okay. Okay. Sorry, I distracted you. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's okay. So proponents of the lost cosmonaut theories argue that the Soviet Union attempted to launch human spaceflight before Yuri Gagarin's first mission. Okay. And that the cosmonauts on board died in those attempts. Soviet military pilot Vladimir Ilyushin (laughs) was alleged to have landed off course and had been held by the Chinese government. Right, okay. The government of the Soviet Union supposedly suppressed this information to prevent bad bad publicity during the height of the Cold War. Right. Now, again, this is all theories. So the evidence cited to support lost cosmonauts theory is generally regarded as inconclusive and several cases have been confirmed as hoaxes. Okay, so it's all just speculation. Yes. In the 1980s, American journalist James Oberg researched space-related disasters in the Soviet Union but found no evidence of these lost cosmonauts. Since the fall of the Soviet Union in the, 19, in the early 1990s, much previously restricted information had been available, including information on Valentin Bondarenko, who, who would have been a cosmonaut, whose death during training on Earth was covered up by the Soviet government. Right, okay. So on March 23, 1961, on the 10th day of a 15th day endurance experiment in a low-pressure and altitude chamber at the Institute of biomedical problems (laughs) in moscow the chamber's atmosphere was at least 50 percent oxygen right okay and um bondarenko was having completed work for the day removed the monitoring biosensors from his body and then washed his skin with an alcohol soaked um right cloth but then he threw that onto a electric hot plate with brewing his tea yeah you know where this is going so the cotton rag ignited and Bodorenko tried to smother the flames in the sleeve of his woolen coveralls, which then caught fire in the chamber's yeah. oxygen-rich atmosphere. Bloody hell. Did he not think that through? <sighs> this Clearly is weird. Not. And, the, and obviously because of the pressure difference, it took a watching doctor nearly half an hour to open the chamber door. Fucking hell. This is all very similar to the state the, the fate of the Apollo 1. So he basically cooked alive. Yeah. So basically, you've heard of the Apollo 1 yeah. disaster. So yeah, because the oxygen is so rich in there, just a tiny a little, little spark ignites off. anything. And because the way both the Americans and the Soviets built the spacecraft, you couldn't really get the door open. Right, okay. So you have to open it inwards, but you can't do that when there's yeah. a fire. Because my understanding is you've got several different chambers. Because, like, you know when they do an isolation thing, you then yeah. have to stay in another bit. You have The in-between bits, you have to leave it for so long before you can mm. open the next bit. Because mm. otherwise it literally just combusts, doesn't it? And don't you get, like, a pressure drop? Yeah. There's something... I don't know if this is the same or this is... Because this is... I know I watched a thing to do with submarines, so I'm not sure if it's slightly different. 
but um can't it like burst your eardrums as well you know the actual pressure Ooh, from yeah, the maybe. thing and basically your head explodes from the inside yeah i think with the apollo one because they were in the apollo craft the way the door would open you'd have to open it inwards but you also need the people inside to do it yeah and because of that I, i'm assuming because he's in a slightly different chamber it's slightly different and more of how you just described yeah. it rather than that so yes basically they had to be watched while they're cooking oh, burning that's... alive I mean, yeah. you just sound a little bit silly for doing that in the first place. I'm not going to lie, because I'm pretty certain that would have been the thing on day one yeah. that they said, do not do. Yeah. <laughs> maybe he just didn't have any common sense. Mm. Maybe, maybe he did, not that he deserved it, but I mean, if that, I mean, that goes under the stupid deaths thing, doesn't yeah. it? It's, Natural I mean, selection. Yeah, yeah. You sealed your own fate there. It's just also why have an open flame in an oxygen tank basically i don't know maybe like make a little compartment where it's like pressurized you put the tea in he takes the tea out rather than him cooking his own because i'm assuming you can't make a cup of tea in space yeah you can't especially like yeah you can't just have a kettle you can't have an open flame (laughs) so bodorenko's clothing burned almost until all the oxygen in the chamber was gone and he had suffered third degree burns all over most of his body The attending physician at Botkin Hospital, while attempting to start an intravenous drip, could only find um, blood vessels in the soles of his feet because his boots prevented that area from burning. Okay. Yeah. Gets a little bit worse. So like little ghost boots. Yeah. Just stomping around. And apparently Yuri Gagarin spent several hours at the hospital as a, quote, death watch officer. Right. And then Bodorenko died of shock 16 hours after the incident. And this happened three weeks before Gagarin's first space flight on Vostok 1. So there's a lot of problems just Mm -hmm. before they launch it. Mm -hmm. And this man... I can't see anything that would go wrong here. (laughs) No, this man watched his fellow cosmonaut die yeah literally three weeks before he has to go. yeah so uh, yeah, yeah okay i feel like that might put a bit of stress on a person yeah but he did it uh, okay yuri gagarin first man in space maybe that's what fueled him to go he i had... fueled that's a terrible word this one just invested <laughs> himself oh, God. <laughs> so yeah he is the only one to have like any incidents before the you okay yeah, sorry, I'm just gig- trying not to giggle too much about my previous. <laughs> He's just fueled himself. <laughs> so yeah, Budarenko was the first, uh, the only one that there's any information of anything going okay. wrong before Yuri Gagarin goes in. But then again, this is Soviet Union. Okay. And maybe nothing is happening. Yes. Nothing is being released. So with the availability of published Soviet archival material and memoirs of Russian space pioneers, no evidence has emerged to support the lost cosmonauts' theories. And with the lengths taken both by the White House and the Kremlin to preserve secrecy at the height of the Cold War, we may never know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they're not releasing that anytime soon, are they? Or you could argue that what the Italian brothers heard were aliens. No. <laughs> there, there is reports that they did. They clearly heard something three yeah. times. It wasn't all on the same day. They Obviously, we couldn't know when things were being launched at that time yeah i think the main thing like saying russia is such a secretive mm-hmm. com- country anyway when they're not gonna openly admit to anything i think you could prove it with 
bloody facts and they're yeah. still like no we're not releasing any of this. both it america happen. and russia both sent animals into space before they launched um humans you yeah. could argue what the italian brothers had were animals dying in space okay yeah i don't think about it like that but yeah i, I don't know it's like they're so secretive about it yes. that you're never really going to know so all we can do is speculate anyway. yeah because imagine if like the first one were, went wrong you're not going to be like yeah the, no, <laughs> the third one was a success but the first two no yeah yeah you, you just hush it up don't you yeah because i wonder i'm assuming that after the fact they was like oh yeah we launched a man into space not we're going to launch a man into space yeah i don't know it's just weird i'm just i'm sorry i'm still thinking about the man that blew himself up. I, I generally don't understand what he was th- well he obviously wasn't thinking no so it's slightly different from the Apollo 1 who died from a spark in the compartment rather than making a cup of tea. Yeah, that's. I feel like that was more like an, like an electrical sort yes, of error, whereas this other it guy was. was just, well, fucking stupid, apparently. Yeah. Well, obviously... Or maybe he, maybe he was having a shit time and he just thought, I'm done, it's the especially end. It was like a weird suicide attempt. Maybe. I'm assuming he's like in an isolation booth. It's him himself for 15 days. Maybe he went a bit crazy. Oh, yeah, maybe. And he's just not thinking. I mean, clearly. Just throws the alcohol <laughs> thing on the fire and it's like, oh. And then tries to put it out with his own no, sleeve. No, that's what I'm saying. Wouldn't you think not the yeah. other thing? Like, like, if that caught fire at the same time, you could go, yeah, it was an accident. But you do that, you watch that go through flames, and the first thing I'm not thinking is, I'll stick my arm in that. Yeah, it's like trying to put it out with your head. Yeah. <laughs> Blow the candles out. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, back in the olden days, they we could um, listen in, but not anymore. Yeah. It's a bit mm. more high I mean, maybe there probably is people somewhere listening and they've created some technology maybe. that we haven't got. That's why our audio keeps getting messed up. Yeah, someone's listening in. Mm. For, is it two Italian brothers? <laughs> it's Aluigi. <What>? <laughs> if that's the case, could you like maybe stop? Like, I'm cool with you listening in and stuff. Like, I don't have a problem with that. But could you maybe um, not keep ruining our audio? Because it's very annoying. Well, I just realised my mic's green like Luigi. Yours is blue like Mario. <laughs> <laughs> We've got the brothers here. Yeah, so they're here. Hmm. Is it the original brothers? Like, this is the ghosts of the original brothers. Are they, dead? Are they still alive, the men, the two Italian brothers? I'm assuming not. Or unless they're very, very, very oh. old. Because it was okay. in the 60s. Yeah. Well, if they're dead, maybe it is them haunting our mics. But I'm going to roll with that. I'll just say there's two Italian dead men in our... <laughs> Not me. mics. It's a me, a Mario. <laughs> but yeah, I said, we're obviously not going to... Uh, no. It's definitely a mystery, let's put it that way. I wanted a space mystery. And there's anything you type in about space mystery is just... Alien shit. Not even that. <laughs> just like, what's this meteorite? I was like, no, I want something in space as a mystery. Yeah, I know. It is really difficult, because I've got one that, well, it was originally supposed to be my episode six, but I still haven't recorded it yet, because I haven't, like, I have got all the stuff I wanted on it, but I feel like it, it's like, it's good, it was interesting mm. and captured me, but then even when I've written it, like, I feel like it doesn't sound, it sounded a bit more shit in comparison mm. to the other episodes I've done, so I'm desperately trying to find other bits on it, in between doing everything else. It's like, I just, couldn't... Yeah. Just so I can pad it out a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Bit. I couldn't find any more of this, but I was like, I want to do a space mystery, but there's no more information on this. This is Like I said, I really like the science stuff, which mm. is why I found this original case. But then, yeah, I just... 
when I look at it written down, I'm like, yeah, I don't think I'm going to capture enough people with this. So it's just, it's literally sat in a folder <laughs> since, I don't, oh, well, I don't know, I wrote it all the way back in like March. Yeah. And it's just sat there ever since. So it, it will be released one day, just, just not yet. We want some more space mysteries. Yeah. Can people maybe create them? We need some more people in space. Although, to be fair, now people are on about, like, for, like, £10,000, you'll be able to go to space on holiday soon. So, once that start happening, maybe we will start having more space mysteries. I do like the idea of that, but, um... Climate change. I mean, yeah. I mean, I... I, It's weird. Like, I want to go to space, and I also don't. Like, I want, maybe, a few more people to go there. I like to think, as well, that we could travel to other planets. Mm. So, but, like, we get there, we realise there's other civilizations. So they don't necessarily have to be like us. I'd like to think that they'd be better than us. That turned out so well for us discovering other other countries. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. But at the same time... (laughs) Like, if maybe they're a bit more intelligent than us, they won't let us be dickheads when we come over. Um, oh, no, we would still think we're the superior ones. Oh, no, we would, but ultimately when we get over there, like, we'd have a big shock when we got there. Um, and then it'd only be the sensible and intelligent people that realise, yes, we'll just follow their rules because it's their planet. And then we could have a nice little holiday as sensible people. And I would like the idea of being able to go to space to go on holiday to another planet, like, to see, you know, like, when you're, like, sightseeing mm. and stuff. Mm. Like, it would be cool to go to another planet with a, with another species and like just see what their planet's like and then get there like you know when you go on holiday to somewhere and you go oh this is really nice like i quite like this when i got back home and like or oh, you see new things you're like oh i might start this now like or you discover a new hobby when you go on holiday oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. it'd be like that but going into space so you go to another planet and see how they do something you think oh this was a really good idea i might no. do this when i get home <laughs> what it is you go to venus you get right. hit by that heat that you yeah. get off on a plane oh. but it's like a thousand degrees more yeah like it literally takes your breath away you die on venus you'd be so sweaty as well yeah. but yeah you'd have to have protective gear before you went there wouldn't you so like no it wouldn't be like bikinis and all that shit i mean unless you had like a weird spacesuit with a bikini over the top of it just an invisible one a see-through yeah. one yeah it's fine but yeah, I, w- I would really like to go to other planets. I would really if there like was to others, like, I mean, not that I wouldn't want to go there if there was nothing there, but at the same time I feel like it's a long way to go if there's nothing there. It seems a bit pointless. But if you got there and there was another civilization, I'd be really interested in, like, trying to communicate with them. Yeah, and, like, I would find like... find out how they do stuff. Yeah, I would like to go to the moon. I think it'd be That'd cool. be nice. Yeah. And then you can see, like, the Earth rise, and that would look really Ooh. cool. Yeah, so it's like... You could have, like, the sunset, but it's, mm. like, from somewhere else... <laughs> Yeah. Like, really far away. Yeah. <laughs> it would be quite cool, actually, it to would. be fair, wouldn't it? Yeah. But I also feel like, yeah, it's, that's going to be a long... It's not even a plane ride, as it is. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's Spaceship. Takes... Yeah. Do you... Yeah, you fly into space, I was going to say. You're not... You're no, not you sailing. just hop. <laughs> no, but, <laughs> no, but... You know when you think of a ship, you sail, yeah. don't you? Yeah. So it's like spaceship, but you're not sailing into... No, you are launching. Flying. <laughs> yeah. You're sh- being shot into space <laughs> that would be quite cool but yeah how long would it yeah it takes quite a long time to get there so it's a lot of travel like imagine that planning how would you know with work when you've got to ask for a couple of weeks off work it's like, you got to ask uh, for a few years I'm, yeah so it's like a sabbatical yeah hmm. I think Mars it's like six to nine months depending on where the planets are You'd have to have a pretty big spaceship that you've got plenty of entertainments. You know, like on cruise ships, yeah. you've got other stuff, so you've got to have that, haven't you? Because The moon there, I think it's like four days there, four days back. Yeah, and you've got to really like the people that you're going on holiday with. Yeah. 
because it's, that's a that's a long holiday. Yeah. And if it's a bit shit, you know, like if you get stuck on one of them shit holidays, imagine that. But it's like goes on for two years. <laughs> this is why I don't like cruise ships. You're stuck with the same people. Yeah, I don't think I'd ever do a cruise. No. It's not something that ever interests me. I think that's what it would be kind of like. Also, kind of like uh, Wally. Yeah, a little bit. Well, maybe then if we get a chance to go in space, we'll go together. We'll go in the Graveyard Girls pod. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have our own pod built. It's fine. Okay. Everyone will sign up to Patreon. We'll make lots of money. We'll create our own pod. And then when we realise there's other civilizations out there, we'll just fuck off on holiday for a bit. And then we'll do the podcast from there. We'll send it back. Send it back from uh, whatever planet we go to visit. We might discover a new one. Mm, no, we, might, this... we might permanently move. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, just me and you forever. <laughs> yeah. I think. When you get there. Okay. Are we creating new like hybrids? So you know like how we've developed from like the underthals and all that mm. shit. We'll have next species. What will it be? Homo. I don't know what it'd be. That's because they're homo pterodactyls. <laughs> Ooh. I don't want to fuck a pterodactyl. <laughs> No, I feel like it could be a bit dangerous, that. Yeah. Also, we'd have to birth eggs. I... Or do we, like... Is it still, like, we have the pregnancy, we grow the egg inside us, and instead of birthing a baby, we birth the egg. The egg... Grows. Then cracks later on after we've birthed it. I... So it's like we do the majority of the growing in ours. But also, would maybe birthing an egg be slightly easier than birthing a baby? So I'm sort of... Yes, but this kind of goes back to another conversation we used to have about a love egg. Oh no! Oh yeah! I forgot about that! <laughs> yeah, how do they get them out? I think you have to birth it. Oh. Yeah. They're not as big, you know. <laughs> it can't be painful though, can it? Otherwise, no. people won't be doing it. So. Well. Oh, okay, depends on what you're into. So. Are we now having pterodactyl babies? I think. Um, I could go back to... Uh, so it'd be like us, but with wings. So we're weird fairies. Scary yeah. fairies. Scary fairies <laughs> or vampires. Ooh. Or I could go back to the Project Hail Mary book. They're kind of like rock spiders. Oh. I don't want one Can we them. create like some weird like monster-like gothic sort of things oh we could go to the other planet and we'll make friends with like the kings and princes of or their equivalent of whatever there is on their planet and then we'll become queens of whatever the planets are <laughs> should you do that at session okay you can make it sound so simple yeah we'll be fine i'm sure it's not that difficult it's not like people will spend like hundreds of years researching these things we'll, you know, mm. we'll just pop over there it'll be fine Okay. We'll do what the British are so good at is claiming everyone else's oh, stuff. That, okay, it's yes. what we were born to do, Natasha. It's in our genes. We colonise another yeah. place. Okay. It's fine, we can't help it. It's in our blood. And then we're murdered by the people. Yeah, probably. Okay. No, we're not. We're going to live out a, a long life, but a fulfilled life, a fun life. We're going to have lots of fun. Uh, you can do your thing like in your court where you're lounge, lounging about eating grapes. Okay. Oh, my phallus uh, court. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. So, yeah, we're all good. I'll have some cake. We'll all be happy. Alien cake. Yeah, alien cake. Okay. It's very okay. sweet, I've decided. I can hear it like a knocking. I think it's a tumble dryer. Okay. <laughs> like it's it's not, wall. it's interception. It's in the wall. The aliens are trying to communicate with us. It's like a weird Morse code. 
Yeah, they're like, yeah, you can come over. They're telling us that they've already got the fucking cake. I'm like, come on, I'm going to share it with you. The pterodactyl aliens. Yeah. Who kind of had tentacles to... I don't know what I'm thinking. (gasps) No, because that makes you think of something else. (laughs) Yeah. I mean... (laughs) I mean, that's how the uh, interspecies thing Mm -hmm. started. Mm -hmm. I don't think it'd be that bad, would it? Because I had this conversation... (laughs) Have you ever watched um, Avatar? Yes. They're like the three hour long movie, not the TV show. The way they connect... Yeah. (laughs) The way they connect with the horses... Yeah. Is how they also... um, Reproduce. Yeah. So So they're fucking the horse? Um... Or do they have a different tentacle? Yeah, maybe it's like one's the reproductive one and one's the um, seat. I don't know. Uh, what if you get it mixed up? <laughs> well, then you're accidentally pregnant, Natasha. You've got to practice safe sex. <laughs> Maybe that's what you get taught in Avatar school. Because wasn't it just the hair? And then they connect it to the horse. I've only watched Avatar once because it was Yeah, so it was long. a long time since I've seen it. Um, and then they're like... Mm. Ooh, and then they're like... Tentacles. Uh... Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess we're just going to have to get to these alien planets and, you know, find out for ourselves, aren't we? Mm. But I don't think we'll a tentacle husband. <laughs> I don't want to accidentally um, have sex with a horse. No, I don't want to accidentally have sex with a horse. That's be weird, especially as I have three ponies. That's like, just weird. And But, you know, like, alien tentacle dinosaur man. <laughs> I'm, cool, I'm, cool, I'm cool with that. <laughs> It's fine, it's from another planet. It's, you know. What if that's like their equivalent of a dog? So you're fucking. <laughs> well, no, that's their pet. So yeah. they come in, they come in and they're like, what are these human beings? <laughs> and then they're like these seven foot tall gods of men, and we're like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what? Like maybe we only see like yeah. the pets first, yeah. and then the other ones come out. Well, then we'll just change your minds, Natasha. We're like, hang on a minute. <laughs> yeah. And now I want a bit of that. <laughs> Um, yeah, this took a turn. Yeah, it did. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe everyone else should let us know what. Um, How they... you birth a love egg? Yeah. Okay. And also, what alien? What what uh, new species they'd like to create? What what else they'd like to merge with on another planet? Because mm. nothing weird. Because otherwise, that's like bestiality and this. It's essentially <laughs> what you've just <laughs> spoken about. But it's fine if it's on another planet with it's another half thing. human species. No, it's fine, Natasha. I don't think it is. Uh, well, we're just going to pretend that it is. Well, we ha- I have you recording. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. As long as like they're like 80% human. Oh, these other- we're not human, but like similar to humans over there. Like, yeah, it's fine. We'll create a new species. Because to be fair, when you look at how we've evolved right from the beginning, say, we are... where we were animals before, and that's like weird animal things fucking with other animal things. So there was some form of bestiality going on, and that's how we've basically come about. Also, so, aren't we like 70% water? Yeah. So we should be fucking fish? Y- yes. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, I mean, it, it depends on what you want to do. If you, like I said, if we're going along with the whole like where we've come from, yeah, there has been some weird bestiality going on throughout the years to create what we've got. But then, if you're not and you're on the other scale and you believe the whole god thing, 
then it's incest anyway. So either way, it's either incest or bestiality. So... <laughs> On that note. <laughs> However you want to look at it, we've got here by some fucked up form in the first place, so... Mm-hmm. Why not carry it on? Okay. Uh, as long as it happens on another planet, it's fine, isn't it? Yeah, there's no... That's what, that, again, that goes back to what we're on the roots. If we take stuff to other countries and do things wrong over there, it doesn't really matter. We're exempt. Mm, I don't think that's how it works. It's, yeah, but, we you know, we're all cool with the whole slave things and killing slaves and stuff. That doesn't really matter because they were below us. So it's just, it's different when you go to another country. Different rules, it's fine. Different planet, different rules. We'll get away with it. We'll, that's what we'll go with. That's what we'll go with. Okay. I've massively divulged now. Yeah. I'm going down a really weird line. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Oh, what was that? Sounds like some weird saw, but also I th- inside. I, I think it's the aliens coming for us. I think we need <laughs> okay. to leave. Some aliens. Maybe there's some, like, a pair of hot alien men. Oh, and they've like they've had the same conversation that we've oh. just had, but like the other way, and they're looking for human. They're like talking about humans. Okay. They're looking for two human women. They're like, nah, that's it. We've synced. Okay. I think I found what our future this? husbands on a weird alien planet. What is that noise? I don't know. It sounds like outside, but also inside. <laughs> it's getting like high pitched. Yeah. Like steaming like a kettle, but not like a kettle. I don't know whether the listeners can hear this. If they can, maybe you can explain it to us. But if not, we just sound like two mad women. Which, effectively, we have got a bit deranged in this episode because I'm not entirely sure where it went. If you never hear... If you never hear from us again, uh, the alien men... Yeah, we've married our new men and we've, started, <laughs> we've created a new species. <laughs> so, on that note... Yeah, in the meantime... Keep creeping. And we'll keep digging.